0: Well, can the church say praise the Lord? It is good to be here on a Sunday morning. Let's give the Lord a mighty hand clap. Let's uh, make our webcast audience feel welcome, the church in the balcony. So good to have brother and sister Harper here with us today. Amen, amen. Amen. I hope everything at the house was fine for you all and that you rested and uh, we hope that everybody's treating you well and if they ain't, just let me know. <laughs> we'll do our best, take care of it. Uh, we, uh, we are so glad to be gathered here today. Not only are we going to have a great service this morning, but we're also going to have a service for our 11th anniversary at Pikeville Apostolic Church you got to do some hard praying through this service that the rain holds off, that the rain holds off, at least till after we eat, you know, cook out and eat, and uh, then uh, let the rain come. But uh, we want to have a great time not only here this morning, but uh, at Pikeville, and we're just looking for the Lord to do some great things, uh, not only in this service, but in our lives. I want to see God move, but I want to see him change us. I want to see us moved by the presence of the Lord. Amen? Amen. Um, you may be seated just for a moment because we got a little something to do uh, that uh, we have started. Uh, Brother Caleb DeBarge is, uh, is the hyphen uh, coordinator uh, for our section. And uh, so he is going to, uh, and talked about this Wednesday... There's a couple things we've got to talk about. Is these buckets here. Everybody look at these and say buckets. 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 And, um, you know, in the bucket, uh, we're going to put money. And one of them has Brother McCoy on it. One of them has Brother DeBarge. And one of them has Brother Dove. Now, now, what we're going to do is uh, take up uh, money. And you put in whatever bucket you want. Uh, But at the end of our, uh, we're we're trying to raise money for the hyphen uh, trip and camp out. That's 18 to 30 year olds, never been married. And so uh, whoever gets the most money gets a pie in the face. Amen. Notice my name ain't on there. And so I'm not going there, but uh, I, I, I don't know which bucket you should put it in. But you should put it in one of these buckets. (laughs) <laughs> so uh, we're going we're gonna to let uh, Brother DeBarge come And he's going to uh, just take this part over for you to come and give So we make sure we get that in order Also, uh, Brother Jimmy Dove also uh, takes care of raising money for people to eat The homeless and different ones during Thanksgiving And so they're in the uh, process of raising the money And uh, Pikeville... of course takes care of all cooking of the food, getting it ready we just have to let them know how many dinners we need and uh, we have to have help to give them out and I think that's on Thanksgiving day, is that correct? You can be done by 12 o'clock if everybody will help and uh, we may do something this year, uh, just make an announcement and let people come by and pick them up Through the drive-through out here, and we just right, right. So that'd be the easiest way, right? We just have a few people here passing out the dinners, and when the dinners are done, then you can go home and be with your family for Thanksgiving. A lot of hungry people in this area, a lot of poverty in this area. Uh, Sometimes it's by choice, sometimes it's not by choice. But we're not here to judge. Of who comes and gets a dinner. We just want to help somebody in this community. It speaks volumes to a community when a church takes an initiative to reach out to it. So we want to do that. We'll be raising money for that. So if you want to put money uh, in the offering plate for the dinners. Make sure you put a note or the envelope or whatever it is. This is for uh the homeless. Just put homeless and we'll know what it means and uh, we will take care of that. So, with that said, Brother DeBarge, you come and you just tell them everything they need to know and take up today's first offering.
1: Well, praise the Lord, everybody. I said, Praise the Lord, everybody. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. What Pastor was saying is absolutely correct for those that were not able to be here when I announced it on Wednesday. What we're doing is a fundraiser for the hyphen. We're trying to go to the hyphen retreat coming up in November. So what we're doing is four Sundays worth of this. Every Sunday until October the 8th, we're going to be taking up money for either Brother Dwayne, Brother Dove, or myself (laughs) to get pied in the face on the Wednesday following October 8th. What this is, is it's a fundraiser to get to uh, provide for, for people that can't really uh, afford the fees. The fees are, are kind of pricey. But we are looking forward to going to a high retreat, and we would appreciate y'all's help to get us there. But at this time, we're going to give you an opportunity to come. You're going to do exactly this. You're going to come up to either Brother Dove or Brother Dwayne's bucket, and you're going to toss money. And I guess you can put money in mine, too. But at this time, y'all go ahead and pull Reach deep into those pockets put them in Brother Dove or Brother Dwayne's bucket. And God bless y'all. Thank you for your help.
0: Man, I tell you what, we ought to raise thousands and thousands of dollars. Amen. That would be great for our kids. And uh, of course, there's somebody being fair to everybody. What about that?
1: There's another one, being fair it. to everybody. <laughs>
0: Wait, you got one more. Watch out now. Watch out now. Watch out now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just, we'll, we'll write a check. You just leave it in there.
1: <laughs> Brother Keith just brought up a good point. He said if all three of us get the same amount, uh, I guess it's only fair that all three of us get pie in the face. That's right. So y'all
0: correlate among yourselves if y'all want that to happen. All right. Let's give the Lord a mighty hand. Raise the money for our youth. Amen. And uh, they're going to be doing some stuff. We got a two-year window to get our youth back to NYC, and we're looking forward to that. Uh, We love to do things with our youth here But we love our adults too, amen And uh, we're going to have a couple of things coming up this year We're going to have a youth revival We're going to have a regular revival And uh, we're going to try our best to have some services this year That's going to change not only this church and the culture of this church But it's going to change this community and surrounding area And uh, we want to uh, always give the Lord glory Well, with that said Uh, We want to uh, make sure that uh, you understand that's going to happen every Sunday. So uh, we'll have those buckets out and you can give it just like sowing seed. Uh, But don't take the sowing seed money and put it in here. That sowing seed helps the Pipeful Church and we always want to help. We're getting a lot done over at Pipeful. We've uh, renovated a lot of stuff. The kitchen area is now in renovation. And uh, we're, we're doing a lot. I thank Brother DeBarge for coming over and helping me out. I think it was Thursday night. It's been a long week, so I don't know. I may have the wrong day. I don't know. But uh, now my knee is swelled up about two or three times bigger than what it's supposed to be. But that's what happens when you get old. Arthritis and two knee surgeries. That's what happens. You just stand on it and you see me limping or you see me dragging it. You'll know what's going on. So uh, just pray for me that the Lord will give me the healing I need. So glad you're here in Jesus' name. Why don't we just take just a moment and stand? Why don't you just reach across the aisle? Why don't you just step out of your seat and go shake somebody's hand? Tell them that you're glad they are here. As the old singers used to say, so glad you're here. So glad you're here. So glad you're here. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, hallelujah! Praise the Lord, praise the Lord! Amen, amen. amen. We uh, need to remember Brother Larry Sensel in prayer. He's uh, he's very sick this morning. He came to church and had to go out, and he's sitting in his vehicle, and uh, he he needs a healing. I went out and prayed for him, but uh, we need to mention his name in the service today. And uh, after our first song and we have our prayer request, uh, uh, we will uh, pray for each and every one that's on our list. But if anybody is here today in the sanctuary and you need prayer, we're going to do something a little different. You know, we set through a song or two and then we get prayed for. We go through a whole service preaching The whole nine yards and come and get prayed for. Why sit in pain and misery when you can come at the beginning of the service and we can pray for you and you can be healed, and you can enjoy the service, and maybe your arthritis is acting up, but you can just praise Him anyway. Maybe you got a little headache, but you can praise Him anyway. Maybe you don't feel so well, but you can lift up that name. So if you need prayer right now, we want to ask you to come. Amen, amen.
2: Jesus Is all That really matters
0: Give the Lord a mighty hand. Oh, His power is in this house. How many believes He's the same God? Yeah. Oh, He's the same God.
3: I won't be discouraged even when I'm discouraged. I'll remind my soul of all you've done before. I won't be distracted, even in the distraction. I will trust the one who is greater than the storm. Said I will trust the one who is greater than
4: the storm. I don't need another reason, I don't need more convincing, the same God who made a way, is the same God who's here today, even in my darkest moments, this will be the truth I'm holding,
0: the same God who made
4: a way, is the same God who's here today.
2: Bye.
0: He never has a bad day. I was listening to someone and they were actually talking about David. And they said the only battle that David lost was the one he didn't fight. Which means that he won every other battle. People of God need to understand with God, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. We're going to win the battle. And the only battle that we're going to lose is the one we refuse to fight. I don't want to refuse to fight. Somebody say, I'm going to fight my way out of this. I'm going to fight my way through this. I'm going to get victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's remember all of those in prayer. Sister Tito, uh, they're transferred. I assume the transfers already happened. And she is now in McDowell, uh, A-R-H. And it is a uh, rehab To try to get her strong and get her moving and get her uh, back to where she can function uh, on her own. And uh, we want to be in much prayer. And uh, I'm sure that she would love to have a visitor every now and then. So uh, go visit her and let her know. We got Sister Dove, Brother Jim's mom, down here in Phelps Nursing Home. I'm sure she would love some uh, company and uh, just a visitor just to let her know you're thinking about her. And uh, we want to remember all of these on our prayer list that we have. I sent those out yesterday. We will mention the last, uh, well, let's mention the last 10. Let's remember Barbara Dove, Sue Bain family. uh, They had the funeral yesterday. And uh, Rebecca James, Rosa Urabi, uh, Van, Danny Ratliff, Pam Bartley. She's going to be facing some surgery coming up in October. And uh, wouldn't it be great if, if she just went for her pre-op And they looked and they said Well, we're going to change our mind We're not even going to operate We're just going to let things Because Brother Josh was just telling me Everybody knows Brother Josh has a brain tumor And the last appointment that he attended uh, She said uh, that brain tumor is shrinking It's <laughs> shrinking Thank Amen Amen Amen. He, he's not taking any chemo. He's not taking any radiation. He's not taking any treatments. But it's shrinking. Yes, Amen. That's Lord. our God. That's our God. Amen. Let's remember Gina, Liam Day, Roger McCoy, and Joe Justice. Let's remember all of these in prayer. If you have a prayer request just by the raising of your hand, the Lord sees that. He knows what that represents. Let's talk to Jesus. Jesus, we come before your presence. You're our healer, our help, and our hope. We've already seen you move in the lives of those that have come to be anointed and prayed for. I pray, Lord, that right now, those at home, those in the nursing home, those in the sanctuary, wherever they may be this hour that have a need, that they would look unto you and understand that if they will serve you, you will take care of your children. We know that there's not a battle that we will lose if we keep fighting with you and have you on our side. I pray, Lord, that you would help us to understand the power that we have because we have the Holy Ghost. I pray, Lord, that you would move in a mighty way for each and every one as we give you the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. the brain need our families saved. We need our families in church. And we need to just ask the Lord to help us speak his name with faith and see what he's going to do. We're going to ask our ushers to come. We're going to take up uh, today's offering. I know that you have done given uh, in the pie in the face offering. Uh, now this is uh, going to be devil in your face offering. We're going to give. Because the Lord likes a cheerful giver. In fact, he loves one. He celebrates when we give. And uh, we need to give hilariously. That means laugh when you give and say, there you go. The Lord is my help. The Lord is my provider. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence. We thank you for this opportunity to give. I pray, Lord, that you would bless each and every soul that has to give. That, Lord, they will have something happen this week, this day even. It's going to let them know that as long as they are obedient unto you, you're going to take care of every need. And Lord, we're going to give you the praise and honor in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I'm mercy will follow me all the days of my life that's why he's running after us i believe the lord wants to do something here today to get you and to catch you and to say i'm going to lift you a little higher amen amen i don't know we, we might have one more announcement am i able to make this announcement okay sister emily's a grandma again Amen. Sister Emily's a grandma. And uh, Amazing Gracie is an auntie. And uh, so uh, Megan had her baby, and both Megan and baby are doing well. Uh, had a little struggle, had a little uh, thing happen. But the Lord intervened, and everybody's well. And and that's, that's awesome. Amen. And... Uh, so uh, we are praying that uh, they continue to have uh, a great uh, time just getting used to that little baby. Amen. Uh, you know, babies, I've never seen anybody that looked at babies and said, Nah, we don't want this and just throw it out. You know, everybody looks at it and says, Oh, how cute. And, Oh, how sweet. And uh, they say that till they get about 18. <laughs> And then they start saying, oh my, oh me. No, but uh, we're so glad that uh, mama and baby is doing fine and that uh, daddy's doing fine and uh, grandma's doing fine. And, uh, and uh, we just know what we know. And Auntie Gracie's doing fine. We're just so glad of all that. So um, I, I feel the Lord in this house. I have felt him from the moment that I came in this morning. There was just something different about the atmosphere. It just seemed like that there was something moving among us. And even though we were in our little private conversations and general conversations, there was just something kept tugging at my heart. There was something that just kept pulling at. And I thought, Lord, you're here this morning. Even in the midst of our uh, irrational conversations and all these things, you're still here. And I'm glad the Lord is in this place. Amen. And we are so honored. To have Brother Harper with us, he's a he's a friend of ours that uh, I got acquainted with many many years ago, and so honored to have his wife to come with him uh, today. And uh, we just hope that uh, they have been comfortable and he's ready to preach about an hour and a half. And uh, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. If you see us leave, we gotta go to Potful, so you can show up when you when you get there. But. Uh, we, we do appreciate Brother Harper. He's, he's a man of God. What you see is what you get. Uh, when I first met him, I was impressed with him. I think it was uh, Brother Jacob Sullivan that got us connected. And uh, Brother Jacob said, have you, and everybody calls him Brother Corn. And uh, that was before he, he got higher up. And now we have to call him Brother Harper. And uh, so uh, he says, do you know him? I said, no. And he said, well, you need to get acquainted with him. He's a great guy. And since then, and that's been many, many years ago, he shows up every now and then for us and, and preaches to us. And I want him to feel the liberty in the house to preach. So if Amen. you're going to help him preach, go ahead and give a hand unto the Lord and to Brother Harper.
5: Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise this morning. Come on, lift your voice. Give the Lord praise in the house. Hallelujah. Come on, lift your voice. Jesus, we love you. God, we love you. We need you this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. It is true. I love what I feel in the house this morning. Amen. I'm excited that you're here. I'm excited that I'm here. But I'm more excited that he's here. Amen. The Bible says it's not by words of man's wisdom. Amen. It's not by words of man's wisdom, but it's going to to happen by the demonstration of the spirit and of the power of God. Amen. Whatever you need this morning, it's in this house. Amen. You don't have to go home the same way you came this morning because Jesus is in this house. Tell your neighbor, Jesus is in the house. Amen. If you have your Bibles this morning, Amen. I want to turn your quickly to the book of Galatians, New Testament. We give honor to, amen, brother and sister McKinney. We have known for years, amen, and we honor them and the work that God is doing, not only here, but the work that God is doing in Pikeville. And I believe God is getting us ready for what I believe is his triumphant entry back to take the church home. Can somebody say amen? This world is not my home. I'm just passing through. Amen. I, I, I'm not comfortable down here. Amen. I'm ready to go to a place where there'll be no more dying. Where there'll be no sickness. Where there'll be no struggles. Where there'll be no darkness. Amen. I'm ready to go to heaven. Anybody ready to go? I'm ready to go. Amen. I didn't come this far to turn back. It's going to be worth every trial. It's going to be worth every. Amen. Every obstacle to stand before him and to hear him say, well done, yes. thy good and faithful servant. But until then, we got to fight on. Amen. amen. Give honor to my wife this morning who is with me this morning. Amen. Amen. We, um, amen. Amen. Uh, we received some news this week. Uh, my mother-in-law is in the hospital as we speak facing a difficult surgery Tuesday, um, but God, amen, amen, but God, amen, so honor my wife who's with us, amen, keep her in prayer, amen, I love when the doctors have, we've run out of options, there's nothing else else we can do, but that's when God steps in, because I, I know that, that in man and all of our degrees and our technology, that we we can always with the man, it has to come to an end. But with God, all things are possible. Amen. Hear me, somebody. When it seems like it's over, God's still writing your story. When it seems like it's over, God is still writing your story. You may find yourself in that chapter of hurt and the chapter of depression, but if you're hang on. He's still writing your story. Weeping and endure for a night, but if you can hang on to the morning time, God is turning the pages of your life. Amen. Amen. I feel the Holy Ghost this morning. Amen. I feel the Lord. I feel the liberty of the Holy Ghost here this morning. In Galatians chapter number 1, verse 1, the Bible says, but the Bible says, Paul An apostle, in parentheses, it says, Not of men, neither by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead. And all the brethren which are with me unto the churches in Galatia, grace be unto you, and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that, we, that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. In verse 1, in parentheses, he says, Not of men, neither by men, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead. He said man couldn't do this. A man can't do what a man perceive a man can do. But this didn't happen by a flesh. This happened by God. Only God could do this. Only God. And I feel feel compelled to preach to us this morning on the subject. It's a God thing. It's a God thing. Amen. Would you lift your hands and help us pray. Lord, we love you this morning. We thank you, God, for what we feel. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. Thank you for baptism in Jesus' name. I thank you for revelation. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ this morning, I pray, God, that you would anoint these lips of clay. And, God, we promise to give you all the praise and glory. Somebody shout, Jesus. Jesus. Amen. Why not you turn around and shake your neighbor's hand. And if you're going to help me preach, you can, remain, you can be seated. If not, you can remain standing so we can know who you are this morning. Amen. It is very interesting to me uh, that for a lot of reasons by the book of the word of the Lord is very interesting. Uh, But one of the reasons that is so intriguing and so interesting to me is that God can take people in a sinful nature. God can take people from all walks of life and he can pull them out of the sin. God can take people in all paths, those who are walking in the wrong direction, and he can take them. And for example, it was Paul, the Apostle Paul. We know that a light shined down and the word of God showed up to him. And the word of God turned his life around. Amen. Uh, That word of God has the power to change an individual this morning. I want you to know that the gospel of Jesus Christ, the gospel is real this morning. The gospel has the power to change you this morning. You cannot come in contact with the gospel, the word that was made flesh, and leave the same way you came. Amen. When you come in contact with the gospel of Jesus Christ, it will change the way that you walk. It will change the way that you talk. It will change the way that you live. It will change the way that you view things. It is impossible to come in contact with the Word made flesh and leave the same way that you came. Amen. We find the woman with the issue of blood. The Bible says that this woman had an issue. Now understand, we have preached about the issue, and I believe that's true this morning. We have even preached about her pressing her way through the crowd, and I believe that is true this morning. But hear me, I believe this morning, amen, that she heard that the word that was made flesh was coming down her dusty road. I believe that she heard that the word, the gospel, amen, that was made flesh, amen, the gospel was healing the blind. The gospel, amen, was setting the captives free. And she said within herself, if I can just touch the hymn of his God. Come on, somebody. This is not a made man thing. This is a God thing this morning. Amen. But you got to hear this preacher this morning, Amen. You got to realize it's more than her issue this morning. It's more than her blood issue. It's more than the press understanding that all this important. But have we ever stopped to consider, according to the law, Amen? If she was caught in the middle of the congregation touching folks, she could be put to death. So we got to realize this morning, it's not about her issue. It's more than about her. Amen. The press of the crowd. We got to realize what this woman is facing in her mind this morning. Amen. It's more than I understand. I love preaching about the press and we've all preached about her pressing through the rape of the crowd and we've all preached about Amen, the issue, the hem of her garment but we got to consider this morning friend, what was taking place in her mind because all she knew Well, if they see me, they can kill me. If they find me touching somebody in the congregation, then I'm going to experience death. But she heard the word that was made flesh was coming down her avenue. She heard that the gospel, amen, that says, folks, was coming down her way and no matter what she had to do she had to press her way she had to forget what people said about her and she had to touch I'm preaching to you this morning I'm not preaching about a man made God I'm not preaching about a fictitious God I'm preaching about a real God and what God said will ultimately come to pass this morning Luke says the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor somebody said the gospel to the poor the gospel is no respect of persons this morning the gospel will reach you no matter where you are this morning the gospel will go out to the highways and to the byways and can I tell you this morning that a man made gospel will tell you that it has to be inside these four walls hey but when it's a God thing it's going to go out to the highways and the byways when it's a God thing friend it's going to go out to the hedges I'm preaching to this morning we can't keep Jesus inside these four walls but when it becomes a God thing it will go if you want your family saved get a hold of the God thing if you want your neighborhood saved get a hold of the God thing this is not about a man this is a God thing this morning We're going to see the revival that God has for you. You got to realize this is a God thing. And no weapon formed against us shall prosper come on somebody this is not a man thing because of a man thing it will fail man doesn't have all the answers but when it becomes a God thing upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell I'm preaching shall not prevail against the church when it becomes a man thing it will fail but when it becomes a God thing all things work together for the good to them that love God I'm preaching that if we're going to get ready to see God move you got to realize it's not about a man but it's about a God this morning so we know the gospel even has the power to heal because the gospel is the word that was made flesh amen when it becomes a man made you can shake a preacher's hand and you can be saved When it becomes man, you can be baptized in anybody's name. But when it's a God thing, you got to repent of your sins and be baptized in Jesus' name and be filled with the Holy Ghost when it's a god thing you will speak in tongues as the spirit of god gives you the utterance. when it's a god thing 120 can gather in an upper room and suddenly appear a sound from heaven as of a mushroom mighty wind when it's a god thing you can walk outside and turn the world upside down when it becomes a god thing you can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover when it becomes a god thing you can proclaim. Thus said the word of the Lord when it becomes a God thing. So we understand that God takes those who are broken. He takes those who are the bleakest of life and the gospel shows up. And the gospel just doesn't show up, but the gospel changes. You cannot come in contact with the gospel and not big change. man says we need more programs and we need smoke machines and bright lights but God says we need to hear the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ that will set them free from addiction that will set them free from drugs that will bind up the broken heart we don't need more gimmicks we don't need smoke machines we don't need bright lights we need to let them hear the gospel we need to let them see the church because this is a God thing. We didn't get here on own. We were purchased with his blood. This is a God thing, not a man-made thing. So the gospel reaches to the poor. It reaches to the broken hearted. But notice what the gospel does the best. Whatever the gospel touches, it ultimately Changes. Come on, somebody. I'm looking at people this morning. Where would you be if the gospel hadn't touched you? Some of you should be six feet under this morning. Some of you should be on a bar stool this morning. Come on. When society giving up on you this morning. As a matter of fact, none of us should be here this morning. But let me tell you what the gospel done. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us this morning. Amen. We don't even deserve to be here this morning, brother the barge. We don't even deserve the right to clap our hands this morning. But I'm looking at people this morning who clap your hands because you realize that the gospel found you when nobody else could do this. When man can put you back together again, when you lost all hope and you lost all confidence and you had nowhere to turn to, the gospel came to where you were and it picked you up and it turned you around and it placed your feet. I'm preaching that the gospel's coming to your neighborhood. The gospel's coming to your town. And the question is, where will you be when the gospel shows up? looking at people from all walks of life who've got this testimony. If It had not been for the Lord who was on my side. Where would we be? Because man will fail us. Friends will turn your back on you. But Jesus said, I'll be a friend that will stick closer to you than your own brother. Come on. Man can't put you back together again man can't dig you out of the pit that you're in but let me tell you what the gospel does it reaches to the highest mountain it flows to the lowest valley come on doesn't matter where you may find yourself in this morning friend the gospel can reach you right now it doesn't matter if you find yourself locked in a spiritual prison he's come to open up those doors and set you free right now it doesn't matter what you're going through it doesn't matter what the sickness may be The odds may be stacked up against you. But if God be for us, who can be against us this morning? I've come to preach the cornerstone that the reason you're here this morning is because this is a God thing. You've been called to the kingdom for such a time as this. And because you've been called, that lets me know this morning. bring you through it. Because it's a God thing. All things work together for the good. Tell somebody besides, it's going to work out. Come on, you got to believe them. You tell somebody, it's going to work out. It doesn't matter what it may be. It doesn't matter How bad the storm is? You tell somebody this morning everything's gonna be all right. It doesn't matter what the doctors have said, everything's gonna be all right. I just come to prophesy to let somebody know I don't know what you're facing next week. I just gotta feel everything's gonna be all right. I just gotta. wish I had a believer who believed this morning every storm I'm going through God has it in his hand every trial I'm facing every sickness I'm facing it's a God thing it's a God thing this morning it doesn't matter how it's going to be and it doesn't matter what I have to face it doesn't matter what I have to go through I realize by revelation can I get a witness this morning this is a God thing have you ever stopped to consider this morning that every trial that you're going through this morning could it possibly be a God thing could it possibly be a God thing that you're facing that sickness. All right. All right. Could it possibly be a God thing that you're going through that storm? On, but we're so quick to say, God, I need the to- Help. Uh, have we ever stopped to consider that right in the middle of your storm right in the middle of your sickness if you just fasten your spiritual seatbelt sea belt and realize that God has this under control that this is a God thing that all he has to do is say peace be still I'm preaching to somebody right now and it seems like the winds are raging and the boat is rocking to and fro but you realize he's still on your boat because this is a God thing and in the, the, the The ship may sink, but realize God has you right in the palm of his hand, and everything's going to be all right, but you got to let the devil know, I may be facing a trial, I may be facing a situation, but this is a God thing, and because this is a God thing, it's going to work out for my good. Let me tell you what the devil hates the most, is when you're one of those storms, you of boats tossed into and fro. He hates it when you get the revelation that everything you're going through is a God thing and you start praising God. And you're, then the writer said, I joy in my afflictions. Because when it becomes a God thing, we, we were preaching, there's a dear sister we know back in Indianapolis, she just had a a, a, a surgery from cancer just this uh, Friday, and, and they took pictures after her having cancer. Now you, the surgeon, now you would just assume, man would just assume, right. that after facing surgery, you you would be tired, you would be a little bit depressed, but they took pictures of her with a smile on her face they took pictures of with a smile on her face and folks couldn't understand because realize when it becomes a God thing the Lord said that there will be glory after this that means you may have to go through radiation that means you may have to go places you never thought you'd be but when it becomes a God thing all things going to work out for for them that love God when it becomes Joyce not against me, all my enemies. Because when I fall, I shall arise. I shall recover. Because this is not a man thing. This is a God thing. But I'm afraid what happens most of the time is when we respond, there's no God. This is not a God thing. Preacher's easy to. Worship God when things are going good, but you don't realize what I'm going through today. You don't realize the doctor's report that I just received. But it becomes a God thing. Whose report we'll believe. We shall believe the report of the Lord. You see, when it becomes a God thing, when it becomes a God thing, it doesn't matter what the devil throws your way. You can always go back to the word that was made flesh, and he will give you a word in due season. You can always go back to the word of God and find an answer for everything that you're going through. So that lets me know, friend, as long as I got the word that's made flesh. Heaven and earth shall pass away. But rest assured that the word that was made flesh, it's already settled. If God has said it, it will come to pass. But what God has not told us, He never told us in His Word that we're gonna go through some tough times, that this sea walk is gonna be a bed of roses. But what He did tell us, what He did tell us to hold on to the sure Word of God that no matter what we go through, friend, He's gonna be with us. And on television but you hear this preacher no matter what you're going through it's now a God thing it's not a presidential thing it's not an election thing it's not a USA thing this is a heavenly thing this is now a God thing doesn't matter how many sinners checks they pass God owns a cattle of a thousand hills when it becomes a man thing you know that the economy may fall amen that everything may crash but when it becomes a God thing you realize that he holds all in his hand he knows the ending from the beginning and it covers all space and it covers all time when you know it's a God thing you know you don't have to rely on a 401k plan because you know your God never takes a break he never takes a day off he doesn't have a retirement plan you know that when you lay your head down at night time God is still working things out for your good and from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same the name of the Lord is worthy It becomes a God thing. Let me preach. When it becomes a God thing, you can lay hands on the sick, shall recover. You don't have to wait till tomorrow. You don't have to wait till the next preacher come through town. But if you got the Holy Ghost that I got, you got power. Somebody say I got power. Now the only reason you can say power this morning is if you got the Holy Ghost with evidence of speaking in tongues if you don't have the Holy Ghost this morning good news is uh, the word that's made flesh is in this house right now and you can see the baptism of the Holy Ghost right now if you've never been baptized in Jesus name and your sins washed away in the blood of Jesus Christ the good news is because it's a God thing you can receive salvation right now in Jesus name hear me this morning because it's a God thing he woke you up this morning because it's a God thing he gave you breath to breathe because it's a God thing he allows you to walk in this sanctuary in spite of your condition and when you begin to interact with the gospel it will change your life forever you don't have to wait till tomorrow but when it's a God thing you can have your life changed today so we know this morning The gospel changes lives, changes everything about us. Behold, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Behold, old things have passed away, all things become new. God takes the worst in man's eyes and gives them the best in the kingdom. In man's eyes, the apostle Paul saw was a murderer man's eyes, Saul was a persecutor of the church. But in God's eyes, he's going to be the great apostle Paul. I'm not just going to change the course of his life. I'm going to change his name. I'm going to change everything about him. As a matter of fact, there are going to be folks who expected Paul to crucify them. But he's not going to crucify them. He's going to lay hands on them in Jesus' name and they're going to receive the Holy Ghost. Well, see what do you say? I'm saying there's people in this building that are the people outside of these walls who knew where God brought you from. Only thing they know is you used to be this and you used to be that. Hear me? Can I tell you this morning, friend, that you need to let them see Christ in you, the hope of glory. You need to let them see that there's been a change in your life. And when they recognize they want what you got, you need to tell them, come see a man. Who can change a life. Come see a man. Who can drive away the addiction. Come see a man. Who can take the filth of life. Out of you. Come see a man. And when they come in contact with the gospel. Amen. The word that was made flesh. He's going to change their life forever. He's going to turn the direction of life. He's going to put them on the pathway to holiness. Because when it becomes a God thing. It changes everything about you. Changes the way that you look. Changes the way that you dress. Uh Uh-oh, somebody said, uh-oh it changes. The Bible says come out from amongst them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. When the gospel changes you, it changes everything about you. It works on the inside, changes on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. Come on somebody. If God changes your life, you just can't blend in the world. But when you walk into places, friend, they're going to recognize there's something different about you. They're going to recognize, amen. There's something different that they can't put their, they can't Hand on it, but they recognize, friend, there's something different about you. They can't stand around you longer because they start feeling conviction. I'm preaching this morning that we gotta be the gospel. We gotta preach the gospel. We gotta be about the gospel, and we gotta win a lost world. In Jesus name. When it becomes a God thing, we don't become intimidated. By the world, when it's a God thing. I'm telling you folks who live in a day and age where the world is not intimidated by the church whatsoever. They don't care what they call us. They don't care what we sound like. As a matter of fact, I heard one man say the other day that the world is having more influence on the church than the church is on the world. trying to sing our songs and mimic our dance mimic our worship can I just tell you this this morning they they may mock us amen they may make fun of us but one thing settled is that the gospel has the power to change them. It doesn't matter what laws they pass. It doesn't matter what regulations they pass. Amen. They'll never take away from the fact that his blood is still real. His blood is still powerful. It doesn't matter what they try and say. It doesn't matter what walls they put up. They'll never take away from the fact that the gospel has the power. Amen. Amen. To break every chain. It doesn't matter what they say say it doesn't matter what division they may bring up. The gospel still has the power to break down divisional walls. It doesn't matter how they act or how they mock us. It'll never take away from the fact that the church still has power. We still have anointing. We still have worship. We still reach the lost. So God takes those who without something within them he gives them power to preach to those who have no hope that there is a better way he gives them power to preach hope to those who have no peace that there is no real peace outside of Jesus he gives them power to preach hope to those who are lost that he's come to seek and save that which is lost and this morning, I feel in the Holy Ghost, so let us know tonight, today, that what God is doing is nothing short of a God thing. Amen. We may be rocked to and fro, but hear me, it's all a part of God's perfect will and God's perfect plan. That when we come into contact with the gospel, it's God's plan that no matter who you are, that you leave changed. You don't come in contact with the gospel and leave the same way that you can. A lot of churches preaching, and I love them all, but there's no truth preached, and there's no gospel preached. But when you come to an apostolic church, we, we, we believe, come as you are, we believe that. We, 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 we listen nobody believes that more than apostolics. come as you are but we also believe this come as you are and you come in contact with the gospel you'll leave differently than you change because we preach Jesus we preach whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven we preach repent and be baptized every one of you in Jesus name and we're going to preach next year repent and be baptized in Jesus name we're going to preach that will reach, a gospel that will save, a gospel that will heal, a gospel that will set the prisoners free. We will preach gospel because this is nothing but a God thing. Come on, lift your hands all throughout this tabernacle. It's a God thing. When it becomes a God thing, You'll realize no matter what I'm facing, no matter what I'm going through this morning, you come in contact with the gospel. There's a song that says you can walk in sick, and you can walk out, you can leave healed. Come on, we believe that when you walk in this church and you come in contact with the gospel, the word that was make flesh no matter what you present him with. God will take what you present him with and he will change it all around and there will be glory after this. Hear me this morning. I'm preaching to somebody right now in this house in the unction of the Holy Ghost. It doesn't matter what you brought to this building. The gospel of Jesus Christ is being presented to you right now. And when the gospel is being presented to you right now it's going to prick your heart right where you're sitting this morning. It doesn't matter how deep the valley is. It doesn't matter how how tough the storm is uh, when the gospel's being preached uh, it's not only going to prick your heart uh, but it's going to calm that spiritual storm uh, that you're facing right now uh, because God's going to get you to a place uh, where he can sit down and commune with you this morning uh, I'm preaching a gospel uh, a gospel that will bring you out uh, of whatever you're going through a gospel uh, that will touch your mind this morning uh, but you got to realize uh, this is not a mama's doctrine uh, this Thing. This is a Jesus thing. And when you get Jesus in the equation, when you get him in the middle of the sickness, when you get him in the middle of the problem, hear me, it's going to turn around for your good. The problem we deal with is we don't want to get God in the middle. We want to have God on the fringes of the issue. Because if we got God on the fringes of the issue, then we, get, we, we rely more on man than we do God. Can we say amen this morning? I want to give him a chance. Well, the doctor said this, and the doctor said that, and the doctor said this. But what do we do when the doctor comes back and says, we, there's nothing else we can do? We, we, we and here's God sent back on the fringes all along. So now I wish you go ahead and what was it the game we used to play a game called Tag? All right. Tag tag your it, God is saying I wish you'd go ahead and just tag me and let me get in this thing and I feel like somebody right now you're dealing with the issue for too long you've been dealing with the doctor's report for too long and the Holy Ghost sent this preacher all the way from Indianapolis to let you know that if you'll just touch him and let him in your situation that God's going to work it out you're sick and tired of having sleepless nights you don't have to deal with the pain anymore you don't have to struggle anymore God is saying tag me and let me get in because if I can get in the middle of sickness I just won't scan the surface of the issue I'll get to the root of the issue I'll take care of the problem if you'll give me a chance this morning come on let's all stand if the musicians will come this morning today it becomes a God thing because God has said I want to I want to I want to heal. I want to deliver. I think sometimes we just need to let God be who God says he wants to be. If God wants to be a healer, then God, you be. If you want to be a savior, God, then you go ahead and save. If you want to be a healer, then you go ahead and heal. If you want to make a way, God, where there seems to be no way because I'm trying to find a way and I'm trying to. You go ahead and do what you want to do. If you can put me back together again, God, you go ahead and do it because I'm sick and tired of trying to put it together myself because the more I try to put it out together, it seems like it's all falling apart. God, I decided this morning. I have tried everything else and everything has failed. I tried it his way. I tried it their way. I can't seem to get But God, this morning, I'm gonna give you a chance. God, you know what I'm facing? I'm gonna give you a chance. So so here's where faith steps in, because there used to be an old saying, talk is cheap. The Bible says that faith is the substance of things for, hope for evidence of things not yet seen. We can't see it, but faith says, God, I know you're moving that mountain. I know you turn that situation around because now it, it's not a man thing. It's a God thing. And I know sometimes men will get tired and we can get weak and we can get fatigued and we've got to have rest. But God says when it becomes a God thing, I don't have a vacation plan." I don't take a day off. I don't have a retirement package. Because God says when it becomes a God thing, when you give it to me and let me take over, it's going to work out for the good. And there will be glory after this. I want you to lift your hands in this house in Jesus' name all throughout this house. You see when it becomes a God thing? You can look at the spiritual storm that you're facing right now while your hands are in the air. You can see that doctor's report while your hands are and let me tell you when it becomes a God thing. Here's when it becomes a God thing. Is when you're able to leave that pew that you're sitting in with your hands in the air and say, Lord, here. Now it's a God thing. I'm not gonna let this pew hold me hostage any longer. I know the situation that I'm facing but the moment I leave my pew and lift my hands and begin to walk to this altar, it becomes a God thing. The moment